You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Rabban versus Rabbi Noyeno. Um I want to zero in on, on, on some points that Rabbi Noyeno was uh, reported to have made when it comes to tefillah. Last week, of course, we studied uh, and, and, and really analyzed, I think, uh, the Ralbag's approach. And here's sort of Rabbeinu Yonah's approach to some essential things in tefillah. asks that Mesiv Mar Bere de Ravina. Ravina's son Mar asked the question. How could you say it's that important to have from the Birchus Shmon about the Birchus Kriyashma, about the uh, Exodus going straight into Davening? We know the Mishnah says that there's actually another Bracha, the Erev Mavarach Shtayim Lefanel, Bishtayim Lacharecha. And we know that the second Bracha is not about the great miracles of Yamsuf. The second Bracha is about God protecting us in our sleep and from uh, things that go bump and from other dangers. You're telling me it's so important to go from one straight to the other. Because of this bracha, there is no gula Because needs to be said. Amre. They answered Marbare the Ravino. The rabbis want Hashkivenu to be said, and therefore it's, it becomes an extended geula. So the simple pshat is, don't ask questions. The rabbis want it to be said. It doesn't have to be geula. It's, it, it's really, in a way, um, it's not like I'm at the shores of Yamsuf jumping in again, like Rabbi Yonah explained it, and now my Shmon Esrei is like Kolek Ben Yifuna. I'm sorry, like Naqshu Ben Aminodav jumping into the, into the Yamsuf. The rabbis say to say, Ashkimeinu, that's good enough. I'm not going to go against the rabbis. It's like a Geula. Dumar says, because if you don't say that, Shachris, Heichi Motzi Samich. When it comes to Shachris, how could you d- fulfill it? Hashem Sifasai Tiftach, of course, is not all that you say. You say, This is the, that six word extension that the title of today's class refers to. Now, if Rabbi Yochanan is right, then you're not being so mechgula because you just took a break to ask God to allow your lips to be open properly and then your mouth to be able to praise God properly. Isn't that a break? Hello, you have to say, since the rabbis have instituted that you must say it, so it's like an extension of tefillah. It's like a longer tefillah has been lengthened by those six words. 
Achinami, you have to say. Kivan, the Tkinu Rabbanu Lemer Ashkivenu, the rabbis want Ashkivenu as the second bracha. Kegula Richta Damya, they have now extended the idea of Geula. Is there logic, or is it just the fact that this is what the rabbis have a right to graft onto it? That would be the simple meaning is that if they want you to say it, they want you to say it. And it doesn't have to necessarily, logically, the words don't have to necessarily be true, the words that you're saying, but this is what one the rabbis want you to say. So don't concern yourself overly with the fact that you're making this bracha. That is the simple pshat in the Gemara. Rabbi Yonah does not allow us to learn the Gemara this way. So let me show you how Rabbi Yona learns this Gemara. Vahatam she'enu afsoka. But why? Okay, you have to say it. But shouldn't it not be considered a break? Okay, you have to say it. But, but doesn't it go against the ideas that we have developed, how important it is for the spontaneity? So here's the Rabbeinu Yona deepening the pshat. Why? We know that, as we're going to read in this week's parsha, they were waiting for God to extract punishment from the Mitzrim. And God said, don't leave the house. I will be killing out the Egyptian firstborn. You stay in your house. But there was a state of panic, not panic, but fear that gripped most Jewish homes. Despite the fact that they had had a year of miracle, they had done something extremely courageous by taking the Korban Pesach. But Rabbi Yonah wants us to understand that what was happening was a sense of fear. Now, you could say the fear was that the Mitzrim would, would attack them. But that wasn't the fear. They said, God, is it really going to be what you said? Because we know those powers of death are being unleashed. Are you going to fulfill your word? Well, God says he's not going to. So what were they scared about? Why are they praying? Just like Yaakov Avinu and other great men felt that the promises given to him might not be fulfilled because maybe they don't make themselves worthy. He sounds very much like the Ralbag in many ways. When the Ralbag talks about how you never know, you might now not be worth the miracle anymore. Because remember, the default mode is not Ashgach Pratis. But that's not what he's saying. He's not a Ralbagian here. He's saying a tzaddik, despite a promise, is always worried that he might not now be on that level that he deserves it. God said, I'm going to save you all. But you never know. You, through your Avera, could change everything. And who knows what sort of Averis, even those last moments, might come back to haunt them. So the Jews were davening, the Rebbe Yonah says. They were davening that night. They weren't just celebrating and saying, ha-ha, Mitzrim are dead. No, they were davening. 
at least the best ones were. And because of that, Keneged Oso Hatfilo, Hiskinu Lomer Hashkivenu, Shiatsivenu Hashem Mikol Dovaro. That prayer that was a mass prayer that all the people davened, the first time that they that this mass prayer, that's true, you could say they davened that God should save them in Mitzrayim, but this moment when they were all in a certain, everyone was in their homes, Chazal have a tradition, according to Rabbi Yonah, that there was mass prayer saying, please fulfill your word, we know we're not really worth it. That becomes the template for our prayers every night. Despite being safe in our homes, that something terrible shouldn't happen. So it was really based on what occurred in Mitzrayim. Now, in a way, it's sort of a comeback from the Yamsuf, where we had we were in these miracles and we can feel the water and we were transporting ourselves. But yet, there's sort of like this corrective that Chazal wants us to have. Look, I know that you're about to jump into. You want to jump into Shmon Esrei, there's still one more thing you need to realize. And that is, don't assume just because we are the children that were saved that the promises are going to happen. There is this idea of the mass prayer that maybe it won't happen. And that's what Chazal wanted to be part of our nightly tfilos, to be actually part of that experience. It isn't, a, a, according to Rabbi Yonah, it isn't some sort of graft out of nowhere. It's a graft that was based on a new analysis of what was the state of mind of the Jews on the night they left Mitzrayim. So since that was, it was all part of the Mitzrayim experiences, the Kivan Shitkinu Lamer Kenegan Mashahoya Bishas it's because it's a clone of what was happening at night in the Geula, which was a concern and a worry and a hope against hope that the promises will be fulfilled. That's why it's not a Hafsaka. But not just because the rabbis want it and it gets turned into a Geula. It was, it has to have, Yonah says, Rabbi Yonah says it needs to reflect the character of what a ge'ula is. And since that was part of ge'ula, that's the reason why we can say it. And it's not considered a, uh, a statement that is out of place. Okay. So that is one thing about Hashkivenu. I don't know if any of you have ever thought about Hashkivenu in that way before, but this is, it might be worth coming to this year just to hear that. Okay. Now, Rabbeinu Yonek has something else to do, which is he needs to explain Adonai Sefasai Tiftach. So let's go to the next piece. So he says, Perush, Zeha Posuk, Dovuk, Ima Posuk, Sha'acharov. To understand why Adonai Sifsai Tivtach is connected to Tfilah, we need to see its connection to the Posuk afterwards. I want to stop here for a second. Most of you would have said, of course, this is a normal thing to say, right? Please let me daven, right? Please let me daven. What does Rabbeinu Yonah even need a paragraph here? Doesn't it seem to be obvious? Right? But remember, Rabbeinu Yonah wants to explain what is this thing doing here? And you could have said, well, it's for the sake of davening. 
So it's like davening. is for the sake of davening. So it's like davening. But remember, there's got to be a precedent. In Rabbi Yonah's mind, it can't just be whether well, rabbis want you to say it. It has to be inherently in the nature, the same way Hashkivrenu is inherently Geula, is not just a prayer to be able to pray. It's got to be an essential part of prayer. And the way he wants us to see it is based on looking at that parak. So let's look here at Tehillim Nun Aleph, as you can see it on the board. Mizmor le David, it's clearly one of David's own compositions. When did David compose this? Bevoe love Nosen Hanavi. When Nosen came to him, Nathan, Kasher Bo El Batshava, when he had taken Batshava as a wife from Uriah. And Nosen told him, remember? Nosen told him, you're a Russia. You did the wrong thing. David admitted that he had done the wrong thing, but he also, according to this, composed a, 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 a poem. So let's see what the poem says. Have mercy on me, God, according to your great loving kindness. You are full of compassion. Please eliminate my sin. I've, I've tried to wash myself from this sin. Wash me from this sin, from anything I did incorrectly. Please purify me. I know my sin. My, and, my, and, my, and my small chatoyim are in front of myself always. It's to you primarily that I've sinned. Now, you could say sin to Uriah too, but to you. I know it was bad what I did. In order for me to, I have to do right in order for you to judge me right. But the truth is, look at me. I was, I was in a way formed with sin. Sin formed me in a way. Like every person is formed by the desires that their parents have. My mother took me in with a chet. Now, of course, his father was considered a tzaddik, but there's an element of, of sexual chet in everything. But you know what? I, I always wanted the secret things. I, I tried to be a better person. Sort of... Cleanse me. Wash me. And maybe I will be as I will be clean like the snow. Let me know. Tell me that I'm clear. I want to be happy. Because the truth is, is that you have pushed me down. I feel that you've hidden your face from me because of because of my sin. Please, my Averis, please, my Averis, even though they were bemazed, wash away, 
I know I started out with a good heart. I'm sorry, a good heart. Please create within me a good heart and put a new spirit into me. I should be different. I know I've done this. Don't throw me away from you. Your Holy Spirit, don't take from me. Return to me. I'll be so happy when as you save me. Your spirit of, 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 of giving will, will support me. You know what I'll do? I'll teach. I'll teach other sinners your ways. And other sinners, I, I'll be a symbol of tshuva for them. Please, I know there's blood that I might have spilled. Save me from that. Don't make me continue any violence. You're the thing that can save me. I want my tongue to sing out your righteousness. God, please let my lips open. Let my mouth say your great praises. You don't want a carbon that I should give it. An ola, even would be a carbon that I'd give everything. Low tirza, that wouldn't be good enough. Because I know what you really want. Zivche Elohim, the real slaughtering that God wants is a broken spirit, a heart that's broken and, and crushed. I know I have that. God, I know you won't. Lotivza, you're not going to dismiss it and consider it nothing. I'm broken, but help me, but also do great things for Zion. Help build these walls of Yerushalayim. And then, what will happen? Then there will be much more korbanos, totally given up to you, God. And what's going to come on us, Ozbam is Bachacha for him. Okay, that is Tehillim Nun Aleph that we just read. Now, Rabbi Yona is going to explain what is, now let's see how that is uh, connected to Hashem Sefasai Tiftach. What was Hashem Sefasai Tiftach doing there? So let's take a look. Meaning, God, I'm going to daven because korbanos aren't going to work. Because what was the whole kapitol about? The kapitol was the admission that he had done something terrible with Batsheva. And he's begging for God to clear him. Shechet bo David considers himself like Nasan told him that he knew what he was doing. He knew she was married. He let his desire get the best of him. He sends Nasan Anavi away. He sends Uriachiti away to be killed in the front. He is, in, in that sense, like a person who has killed. He's someone who has lusted after a woman that was technically, in most people's mind, she might have been secretly divorced, possibly according to Chazal, but she was definitely perceived to be a married woman. David HaMelech is saying, I need to pray for you. I need to David. Because Allah ain't me in carbon. 
She'ein carbon by el alashogeg. Carbonos would make sense if this would be a shogeg. Like I, I opened up the refrigerator and I ate the chalev because I thought it was not chalev. That's a shogeg. I, it was in the wrong place. I wasn't sure what I was doing. The lights were dim. It looked, the packaging looked the same. It's a shogeg. I bring a carbon chattas. That's what carbonos are about. I didn't mean it. I could have been more careful. But here, Nosson has told me I'm amazing, and I admit I'm amazing. So what is the whole kapitam about? So therefore, I'm begging you, God. I want prayer to do something which it usually can't do. I want prayer to accomplish kapara unamazed. I want to be able to pray like no one has prayed before, and I know I've done Averis. So please allow my brain and mind not to be stunted by my past. Allow my prayers to be pure, because I really got to put up a super prayer. Because this way my Tfiba will be accepted. I needed to be accepted because I don't got any other, what else can I do? I can't just say, I'm, I'm sorry and do tshuva. I got to do something else besides. It, it can't just be your own personal charota. It can't just be your commitment to do better and crying and giving tzedakah. In order for the chet b'meza that he was chotimit b'sheva to have a, 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 a proper expiation, it needs a special type of prayer. And the prayer can do it. And, God, and David HaMelech is asking God's help. David, David is saying, I, I, I can maybe do it. I can maybe bring out of myself this pure prayer that will somehow be able to bring expiation that I, even a carbon can't. Because I know you don't want korbanos for what I did. Shekiven shalotach bodzevach amazed. That's the history of and the secret of those words. Those were the words that David used to somehow, by saying them, be able to accomplish a prayer that was super powerful, that could actually do, could be machaper on amazed. Normally, amazed, you need much more. You have to do tshuva, you have Yom Kippur, you have Yisurim, many, many things till amazing is taken away. David Melech is hoping that he's going to be able with his powers, with God's help, of course, to be able to put down a prayer that can work even on Mizidim. Okay. So now, what does that have to do with us? It's of Gamke. Now, today, we don't have korbanos. We don't have a base on mikdash. So we say it in the same way. When the Anshik Nesagdola first were Nesakim, the Shmon Esrei, there was still a Beis HaMikdash. There were still Karbanos being brought every day. The Anshei Maimid were people that were sent from the whole 
depth and breadth of the Jewish people to stand there representing them. They were giving Maxas HaShekel. There were Karbonos being brought. People who had the wherewithal would come to the base of Mikdash and bring their Karbon Chatos. But what we're seeing from Rabbeinu Yonah is that this is something that is post-Anshei Knesset HaGadolah. This Takana was not originally there. It would seem. That the original Shmon Esrei as it was developed by the 120 Nevi'im and Shimon Apakuli, who reinstituted it, as the Gemara Megillah says, did not include Hashem Safasai Tiftach. That was something that was added later, it seems, Rabbi Yonah says. Achshav she'ein manu beizamitosh, vein anachnu makrivim korbonos, Anu Omer Mosa al Osa Inyan Shetfiloso Mikubeles Viritsuya Mokam Zebach for carbon. So now we're saying it because we have no carbonus anymore. So we're taking a page out of David's secret. Now David was able to get Kapara on Amazed. But we are saying it because we need we don't have the carbonos anymore. In other words, in the time when Tfila started, in the time of Tfila Musuderet started, in the time of the second Beis HaMikdash, the Beis HaMikdash was functioning. So even though there's a machlokas, well, what were the Tfilas about? Are they connected to Korbanos? What are they connected? That doesn't mean that there weren't Korbanos. There were Korbanos, and people's davening at home aligned what was going on in the Beis HaMikdash. But now there is nothing going on in the Beis Amikdash. No one can bring a carbon. Our tefillah needs a special oomph to it. So, what did we do to get that oomph? The same thing David needed when his tefillah needed some extra oomph. He needed tefillah on Amazed, something that a carbon couldn't do. In other words, his, his, his tefillah was able to do what Karbanas usually do, which is create a kapara even on a mesa. Well, we can't do what David can do, but we can use David's trick. And this way, our tfilos can, can also be b'mokom zevach b'karban. And they can be as if there's Karbanas going on in the base of Mikdash too. So it's really about tfilah. It isn't just, I hope I daven well. It's a layer that we put onto the davening. So that's why it's ketfila arich dadamya. Now, this, this Rabbeinu Yonah, uh, the way I've explained it, it's really in the words. But I want to show you how it was explained this way uh, by the great posik of the last generation, Rav Moshe Feinstein. This is one of the later volumes of the Chubas of Rav Moshe. This was the volume that came out posthumously. There are some It would seem that the Anshei Knesset when they wanted us to daven, the 18 brachas, 
They didn't add that. That's Yochanan, who lived after the Churban. For 400 years, there was Shemona Esrei's without that. So, Sagu Lanu Lomar, it's enough for us to say, Shrab Yochanan Verabon and Shemidoro, Shetiknu Lachayev Lomar Shem Sefasai Virotzon, Lo Tiknu Levatel, the Lomar Shlo Yotsu, but feel below there. This is what Moshe is talking about. Let's say you don't say it. Let's say you skip Adonai Sefasai Tiftach. Have you fulfilled the prayer or not? It would seem that yes. Look, at the time before Yochanan, you didn't even, no one ever said it. So how can it be that today, if you skip it, you aren't Yotze? Elanomar, what the logical thing to say is, Ramosha says, Rak, Shehosifa Lasakim, Sheyomer Kodam Haschaloso Betfila Posev Adonai Sefasai. You're supposed to say it before you start. And Kishaloa, Marf, you don't say it. You didn't do what Rabbi Yochanan wanted you to do. But what was precedes Rabbi Yochanan to do the mitzvah of Tvila de Yudches Brochos, you did fulfill it. You don't need to say it. It's not like, hey, you have to say it three times a day. No. The chiyuv is that whenever you daven, you should say it. It's something to say before you daven. Well, if you daven without it, so there's no reason to say it. So basically, you should have done it. You didn't. But they didn't take away your chiyuv of tefillah. So, so you can't say, oh, go back and say it again. There was never a chiv to say it. There was just every davening should have this said beforehand. There's no reason to say that Rabbi Yochanan and his Bezdin argued on the Anshe Knesset Agdola. Maybe what you could say is that what Rabbi Yochanan and his Bezdin did, or maybe it actually, it might have been even a couple generations before Yochanan, they understood to say, Hashem Sifasai. Why didn't it happen before that? Why did only Yochanan decide to do it? Now, he's going to bring Rabbeinu Yonah in a minute. Without Rabbeinu Yonah, you would say, the reason why there was never, they never said Adonai Sifasai Tiftoch was because people knew how to concentrate. Because the people's state of mind, despite everything that was going on in the Second Commonwealth, was the average person had the mind to be able to concentrate. Below Amir's everyone knew how to do it. But then, as the generations waned, they saw, oh, people aren't concentrating. We need to say it. And it could be, Rav Moshe says, that if the Anshe Knesset Zagdola would live in the time of Rabbi Yochanan, right before him, they would have agreed, of course, you guys should do this. People don't concentrate anymore. Maybe if we take this Pasuk from Tehillim, people will put so much energy in it, they'll concentrate now in davening. So you could say, 
then maybe you could say that Rabbi Yochanan felt for this generation it must be said. <sighs> then you have to go back if you, right? Shetar Halachsar, Kishashogan. Or if you said it, amazing. And you can't say, Yonah says that the Bizman bias, the reason why they didn't say Adonai Sefasai Tivtach, because, as we said, David was saying this on a Mazed act. And the Anche Knesset Hagdolos, Takonos, was all about Korbanos. And it only works, davening only works, Rav Moshe says, on things that Korbanos work on. If it's something the carbonos don't work, the avening doesn't work. They didn't need to say it because, well, we've got carbonos here. Why? Because we have tfilos. Tfilos are working in tandem with carbonos. Yes, there were carbonos going on. But God says with Korbanos. So they were Misaki, that the Tvila is Yitzarif to the Kapara with the Korbanos. That's the way things were, according to Rabbeinu Yonah, the way Rav Moshe understands it, during the period before the Chorban. The Tvilos and the Korbanos working together. Now, David was davening special. Well, you can't learn from David to a regular person. Even a great person can't be taught from David. David's power of prayer was so immense, he could do things with his prayer that others couldn't. Rav Moshe says that you cannot use regular Shmon Esrei for, okay, I did this Aveira B'Mezid, God, this Tfil is going to work. Now, one second. Obviously, that doesn't mean if you did it on a very amazing, you shouldn't daven. You should always daven that God should somehow accept your tshuva. And that it should be part of the big package with Yom Kippur. And you might have to be, you might have to have Yisurim, you might have to go through getting COVID, you might have to go through other issues. Yes, Yisurim. And it might be amazing that your tshuva is going to need the, the death and the type of death you go through for amazing to work. That might also. But it would make sense to daven for God to forgive you because the Because the truth is, God can sometimes say, well, maybe I'm not going to punish him so much. He's not going to have to get that terrible death. He did do tremendous acts of chesed and tzedakah and women Torah. Who knows? In God's, in in, in the cocktail of of, of tshuva, who knows? Maybe there's some way it could work. But we didn't want to say that everybody should say Adonai Sisvasai Tiftoch. Because for most people, it's not going to work. For most people, davening is like a carbon, which essentially is for shogigim, not for mezidim. So therefore, you could not have said that everybody should say, I don't know, Shalachain lo tiknu lomar kro da shem sfasai with tosefas kapora. 
Why? They didn't need it because for all the Shogagin, the tefillah itself had a power. The Beis Hamikdash was functioning. And therefore, they didn't need Adonah And it could be, even an individual, when he brought a carbon as a nether, because he didn't do an assay properly. So, could be his tefillah would help. Avil Achshav, She'ein lonu Beis we don't got the carbon anymore. So we need the tefillah to do everything, to take care of our shogeg. This was not true before the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Tefillah, even though it was instituted by the Anshang and and these great men, tefillah did not have the power to do that. Mitzad etzim kocha. The power of tefillah itself was not enough. It needed korbanos. And that was still only for a shogeg. So what did we learn from David? That Adonai Sefasai Tivtach is a secret phrase that you can add. But it only works we can steal from David for our mitzvah says that we didn't do right, for our shogigim. But we cannot, it cannot work for our mezidim. That's going to need a whole process. We cannot learn from David who used it, that he davened on a mezid. Nimsa, that there's no korbanos, lamadnu, sheb miloshen anonais of asai tiftach, we feel itself could work even though there's no korbanos. And therefore, he's going to say, Rav Moshe, big chiddish, based on Rabbeinu Yonah. First of all, he wants to say that it didn't get instituted right away when they had the Sanhedrin because they were busy doing other stuff. And we know they didn't get to everything. But this was still part of something that should have been done. Ramosha Feinstein writes, Zehu mistaber bekavonas tamide Rabbeinu Yonah. This is what seems logical in what Rabbeinu Yonah wrote. So therefore, lefiza sha'achar achurbin, nasad sorach godalom akro, adonai sefasai kodam we now need to say it, which we didn't need to say before. So therefore, if a person skips it, Rav Moshe is going to paskin. If you don't say Adonai Sefasai, you need to go back and say it. You need to go back and say it. For sure, if you say that they were masakin it right after the Chorban. But even if you want to say it took time to Rabbi Yochanan came up with this idea. It's still Rabbi Yochanan, when he instituted it, he meant it li'ikuva, that it's not considered a davening without it. Because that's what he's saying. He's saying, Rabbi Yochanan is saying, look, we've been saying at a nice of a tiftach since the Chorban, and I want you to know how important it is. So therefore, yeishulonu l'chairois kein l'maisa, l'chairois. If a person comes to you and says, 
I said Shmona Esrei. Without Adonanas Adonai, Sefasai Tiftach, you should tell him to go back and daven again. Because I don't see anybody arguing with this. And I see Rabbeinu Yona says it. Now, there is one little difference, though. For example, he skipped Yalaviyav when he had to say it. So, the halacha is, he already went to the next bracha, so he has to go back to the beginning of Shimon Esrei. But Shavu Akaraglov, he didn't yet take three steps back. So, in such a case, what's the halacha? You go back to you don't have to say again. Why? Because even according to Rabbi Yochanan and the way Rabbi Yonah explains it, the true tefillah only starts with the word baruch. That's the beginning of davening. The tchila is mevbarachat Hashem the birchasavos. V'lo chufsik chashivus amidaso betfila mitzada chiyev shavlachsel arosh. So it's not like you didn't. You're, you, you, oh, hey, you're not davening. You davened. It's not like hey, that wasn't davening what you did. You skipped yalaviyavo. No, no. What the halacha is if you skip yalaviyavo on a day you're supposed to say it, you have to go back. Or you said a melech instead of a melech you have to go back to the beginning. But you are davening, so therefore your Adonai sefasai tiftach that you said beforehand still counts. So even though you have to go back and say it, but it's not like hey, I haven't been davening. So your Adonai sefasai tiftach that you added to your tefillah that you fumbled in. It's still okay. That could still count. But if you finished your davening, that you took three steps back already, and then you forgot, oh, I didn't mention Yalaviyavo. Oh, I got to go back and daven. So you can't say, well, I'm in the middle of davening already. Because if, if you skipped a Melech HaKadosh, oh, I got to go back. So you're in the middle of that davening. It's called, I'm doing a davening that has a flaw in it. But the Adonai Sefasai Tiftach that you said beforehand is still attached to it. But if you finish davening completely, oh, I forgot Yalavio. So what are you going to say? That, 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 that you're still in davening? No, you're not. So even if you haven't spoken yet, you've taken three steps back. So now when you daven again, you need to say Adonai Sefasai Tiftach again. Because Shehufsik Behekrikvar Tfiloso Arishona, Shaomar Lifanel had a nice fasai. So this is the psak that Rav Moshe Feinstein gives on Adonaisa Fasai Tiftach, even if it's like you forgot it, you have to go back and say it. And if a person is in the middle and he f- remembers that he didn't say it, he has to go back to the beginning of Shemona Esrei again and say it under Naisa Pasai Tiftach. That's a tremendous Chiddush that Ramosha Feinstein is saying based on our Rabbeinu Yonah. Now I have to tell you that Ramosha is in 
<laughs> the minority in this halacha. If we take a look at the Mishnah Bura, Basically the same thing you saw in Rav Moshe. And remember what Rav Moshe said, that logically you would say it isn't. It's, 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 it's a good thing to say, it helps you have kavana, but it's not that it's somehow what we, that Yochanan and the Bezdin before him attached in order for Tfilo to even have a chance of working the way it did in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. No, it's a special prayer to Davin properly. Okay, but if you don't say it, it's not a problem. But Rav Mo, Rav, the Chofetz Chaim wants to say, maybe you want to bring a Raya. They love Raya Mikan, the Koswach Reinim, Sheyoyimer HaChas and Belachash. We know there's a question when you repeat Shmon Esrei. Now, I know some people here in Dach. Now, if you look in Halacha, though, look what it says. Hachazen, keshemaschil shmona esrei bekol rab, chozer v'omer nanais v'asai tiftach. That is the psak of the Beis Yosef. That the chazen should repeat it. It's part of davening, right? So, right, it's, it's part of shmona esrei. And therefore, the chazan's doing chazar sashats. He needs to say Adonai sefasayif tiftach to be motzi everybody the same way he's motzi them and everything else. That's the psak of of the machaber, right? Now, however, if you take a look in the Mishnah Bura, Mishnah Bura says. He says, Tov. He says, No, it's better that you just say it quietly. Not like the Shulchan Aruch. Then let me read the Shulchan. Adonai Sevasai Tiftach is also Bikol Ram. Or meaning, when he's about to repeat it, he should say to himself, Adonai Sevasai Tiftach. Right? When I read it the first time, you would think, this is the way you begin your Chazara. You begin your Chazar Sashats with, but that's not the way the Mishnah reads it. The Mishnah says, when the Chazan is about to say, Baruch, he says to himself, Okay, that's the way he reads it. And that's the way he explains it. Tov Shermeno Belachash. should say it out loud. And I think that's the way Chochem Avadya learns the Machaber. And I think if you go to Sfardashim and Yonim, you'll hear them say, at a nice of a talk out loud. So the Mishnah Brewer says, hmm, the Achronim, which is the Alter Rebbe and others, say that even the Beis Yosef didn't mean that the Chazan repeats it loud, so that's a raya that the people listening who didn't know how to daven are missing Adonai Sefasai Tiftach. And you see that whatever Tefillah B'Tzibur is supposed to mean, you're Yotze, and even though they didn't hear, uh, they didn't hear it. No, shut davening. 
But that just means that it's not considered a hefsik between geul and tefillah. That's all it means. Avaloka tefillah mamish. Doesn't mean that you have to go back. So this is against Rav Moshe. Teda, and Rav Moshe knows about this, but you'll see in a minute. Teda, damrina nami when you This is the Chavetz Chaim's proof. Remember, we said that hashkivenu is kagula arichta damya. Now, okay, but the halacha is that even if you skip hashkivenu. You are Yotze, the Brochos, you're Yotze Kriyashma with its Brochos. Brochos ein ma'ak vizuazu. Vimhichser hashkivenu. Yotze bibirchas emes vemuna. Oh, you didn't do it right, but you, you, it's not like you didn't fulfill the mitzvah of saying Kriyashma correctly, midarabona. You, you got a 70 instead of a 90. So you see, you don't even need hashkivenu at all. So how can you tell me, the Chafetz Chaim says, Adonai Sevesayitivtach is a parallel to Hashkivenu. Hashkivenu, you basically could jettison it, and you could still fulfill davening Mariv with brachos. All it is, it means that it's not considered a break. But the same thing is true here. That's what it is. It's important. It's not considered a break. As you can see, the Lushan of the Shulchan Aruch. You have to be so You're not supposed to say Amen with Gal Yisro. Only thing you can do is say, I don't know. Okay. But that doesn't mean that it's part of davni, that it's, a, it's an ex, that it's really tefillah. You're allowed to say it, it's good to say it, it doesn't contradict the hefsik part, but it's not be'etzim part of tefillah. And if you miss it, you miss it. Better luck next time. Rav Moshe disagrees. Rav Moshe says, based on this Rabbeinu Yonah. Because Rabbeinu Yonah is looking at it more than just a prayer to pray. Rabbeinu Yonah, because of his originality and because of the way he demands that we view it in terms of the context, therefore, he sees it in light of Tehillim 51. And why do you act this up? Is that Ufiya Giti Vasecha is not just uh, like, like a way, as Rabbeinu Yonah explains, but rather a way to indicate that there's a lot more praise I could say, and it's almost as if I've praised him to the nth degree, which is impossible to do anyway. So, obviously, really, in order to say any words of praise of God, it's impossible. By saying, using David's little uh, magical phrase, the little bit of praise that I say should count as if I've praised him to the nth degree, and even though I actually did not do that. That is what uh, Bob and Richard have said they have heard is the interpretation. Again, what we said tonight is Rav Moshe analyzing Rabbeinu Yonah to come up with this halacha. I do want to say, though, that if you take a look at um, a sefer that has, has become extremely popular, which is the sefer Piskei Chuvos, 
there might be some of you that are doing, Biscay Tshuva is, is written by uh, a Hasidish fellow in Harnof, but his Sefer is a very big hit. So let me just show you what he writes about how he understands our Rabbeinu Yonah. He says, David HaMelech Omro, that's from Rabbeinu Yonah, V'tiknu chazal la'omro l'ramez u'l'tzayin ki mo'eles ha'tfila afil l'chotem ba'averos chamuros b'mezid asher gam korben lo yo'olohem. So the Piskei Tshuvas is actually understanding this not like Rav Moshe. He's actually saying that what Rabbeinu Yonah meant was the same way it worked for David Chazal want us to know in this period that we can say it even for terrible Averis, our davening can work. And the tefillah itself can do the kapara. And therefore, this pasik is part of tefillah. And according to Rav Arabach, the Rav, Rabinovich, I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the Piskei Chubos, when you say a nice of a sight tiftach, you've got to have your feet together. And you've already said it, you shouldn't be taking the three steps back if you already said it already, because you're in the, you've already started davening. And if someone's saying amen, you can't answer. Okay. However, if you forget it, you don't have to go back. So he does not learn like Revelation. He says that it's not that we need to say it because otherwise we don't have what they had in the base of Mikdash's time. That's the way Revelation understands it. In order for our tefillah to be what it was in the time of the base of Mikdash, we need the special Adonai Sefasai Tiftach to work. And if we don't got it, then you better daven again because otherwise... Our davening isn't really, it didn't work. And of course, you should say it again. He is saying that what we, what Rabbeinu Yonah was trying to say was that it works the same way David had it work. We can make it work. We can be Davids. We are able to be David Amelachs. David was able to make it work for his Aver of Bathsheba. We have to believe in our Shemona Esrei's that it can work. However, they never meant to say that if you don't say it, that it's just meant to be a shot in the arm for you to know it can work. We want you to be have chizuk, but not that like Rav Moshe learns that it's the magic ingredient that allows it to somehow reach the level of what tefillah was in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. According to it, the way he's understanding from Rebbeinu Yonah, we see that David used it for amazed. Yochanan felt that that's what the Jewish people need. They need to know that every one of us can be David. And that's why we need this Pasuk and not any other Pasuk because we know it in context to give us the strength to believe that we are, it's not like our Moshe said that you're going to need tshuva and you're going to need yesurim, you're going to have to, who knows, and die. No. That Shmona Estre that you just davened 
might be able to rip away even the terrible Avera that you just did, even though it was B'mezid. That's what he takes out of Rabbeinu Yonah. Now, in his notes, he points out, He was someone who died um, as the Holocaust was spreading to Hungary, as as it was driven out of the city and on the road escaping the Nazis, uh, Rabbi Kutil Yehudel um, Rosenberger, uh, a very one, uh, a young man that was known as one of the great Hungarian uh, poskim. Um, he died of a heart attack on the road, but he had he wrote thousands of truvas, and he also poskins that even with the knowledge of Rabbeinu Yonah, you do not go back if you miss Adonai Sevasai Tiftach. He says, Machuvas Igras Moshe is argues, he says, Ayin Shum. But then he says, based on Rav Moshe's Psach, since Rav Moshe says you have to go back, he says, Hanochon Sheyishtadel Lishmoa Hatfi Lishuv Me'ashatz. In other words, the best thing to do if you forgot it is to go close to the Chazan and if the Chazan is an Ashkenazi guy who's saying it quietly, have him be motzi you with his Adonai Zevesai Tiftach if he's saying it Balachash. It was based on Rav Moshe's Psak, despite the fact that most people disagree with Rav Moshe on this, including Chocham Avadi's son, Rav David Yosef, Rav Moshe does say it based on our Rabbeinu Yonah. So what, what the Piskei Chuba says you should do is try to get close to the Chazan and have him be motzi you without a nice Sifasai Tiftach Misafik. And then probably listen to his whole Shmon Esrei and say Amen. That would be uh, uh, what you should have to do. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.